Good evening, folks. Welcome back to J Talk. Of course, we've got our wonderful co-host, Nick from the Nick Drop. I don't know why I went back to that, but here we are. There we What's go. up, people? So, how you doing, man? And I'm doing great. I got on the scooter today, driving around, went and had a little lunch. Had a good time. Had a good time. How about you? I, I'm good. I'm good. So, had a great weekend, you know? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No doubt about that. Yeah. So I had a fantastic weekend. We're going to talk course, to today was holiday for me. So, you know, I kind of cheated. I know that makes you mad. Yeah. Yeah. You suck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so folks, it, it actually, we're going to tell you a little bit about our weekend and it's going to lead right into our topic of the day. Yes. So, um, you know, just to kind of give you an idea. Um, so on the sad part of the side, uh, last Thursday, 16th, of course, is the anniversary of my son taking his own life. And part of that was I wanted to bring myself out of that kind of emotional funk. So, of course, we uh, set up a nice um, kind of get together, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. We, we had a bowling and dinner kind of event uh, with some friends. Um, who was it seven of us? Yeah. Yeah. It was seven. seven of us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, great time really was. And then we turned around and we followed up that with a trip to the gun range. Um, my son wanted to shoot his, uh, awesome. First, uh, um, sorry folks, a little distraction behind me, but yeah, my son wanted to try out his new pistol. So, you know, it was all good there. So, but yeah, a lot of fun. Um, you know, and it was all good. Nick was there on Saturday with us, bowling. Uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you what. I couldn't throw a strike for the first two games to save my life. I mean to tell you, I'd put that ball exactly where they tell you to do it. It was a pro shot, and I would leave a pin. Or two. <laughs> or two, yeah. <laughs> Mainly just one, folks. Just tr- trust me. He was, But it was always the same pin. That's the yeah. sad part about it. It was the same pin. <laughs> We were laughing. It was frustrating. Then in the third game, I brought it back. You know, I had me a turkey, or I did four strikes in a row. So, yeah, he turned it around. He turned turned it around. Yeah, he did. He turned it around. So, we had a good time. I think the first game, maybe halfway through the second game, you know, those kids next to us were throwing you off. Yeah, yeah. It it bothered a couple other guys, too. But, you know, I I get it. I would have backed off, too. But, you know what? The people that we, we hung out with Saturday, that was just, that was it right there. Yeah, not you know, the bowl, we just the bowling. Yeah, exactly. Anything. We could have done anything. We The seven of us would have had a great time. Right. So, right. Yeah. Exactly. So, no, that's funny. So, no, it was good. It was good. Good, good. So, we're on a different platform today. Um, of course, our podcasts are still going to come out of the same place. Um, but we're actually recording remotely through a new software giving a new one a try um because we've been having some difficulty lately so you guys will have to give us some feedback on if you like it um you know just kind of it'll be fun so and if it works out well we may do some live shows so yeah you know all good that's what i want to do i want to do some live shows see if we can't get people to join in and yeah right yeah exactly so um yeah just uh just uh you know wanted to kind of share that also wanted to do a follow-up 
um, we had started to record. We had some technical difficulties with our previous recording. So just to do a follow-up, we did a Valentine's Day kind of couples day episode. And one of our fans reached out to us and wanted to correct us because we forgot to mention the the guy's day that, you know, exists. <laughs> we did, though. We eventually said it. Oh, no, we couldn't. We, yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah. Because that episode was, yeah. Remember, we had so much technical difficulties, but yes. So, yeah. So I'm just going to share it with you right now. There is, a, you know, just to correct ourselves, there is a guy's day on March 14th. Steak and BJ Day. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, yeah. What guy would not get excited about <laughs> those two things? I know, I know. Exactly. Well, a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you did find that one group. <laughs> no, <I know. laughs> Well, th- don't they have like the soybean? I steak? know they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the plant-based meat. But, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. The other one, a vegan, should be able to take care of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the plant-based yeah. meat, man. So yeah, yeah. That reminds me of. The, I've tried them. Soybean. They're yeah. not bad. Yeah, that reminds me of the meme I showed the guys over the weekend. It was the uh, the guys telling his girl, "It's like, yeah, it's a a plant-based meat," and she's like, "Oh, really? What kind of plant?" Meat processing plant. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? Oh, that's not it. There it is. Exactly, exactly. So there you go. But yeah, there you go. So yeah, we, we, we stand corrected. There is a guy's day. You March know. 14th. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it gets near the publicity that uh Valentine's Day gets. We we need we need to get that done. Yeah, okay. We'll have to change it, right? I don't right, know guys, that we'll be able to. Them. I don't know if we'll be able to do it because Steak and BJ Day just doesn't fit into society. You but know? you know what's really funny? If you Google it, it's all over the internet, so it's not like we just made this up. No, we, we, it, it isn't. We didn't. You know, it's just it's not as popular. So right, well, that's because you not. know, yeah, because it's about men. It has nothing to do with yeah. women, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> did you say that out loud? I did say that. I that part out. <laughs> I did say that out loud, <laughs> you know, and it's it, so it, that's pretty funny because that reminds me somebody actually posted something about, oh, is it if a woman says this, um, don't respond, don't say anything, don't answer, you know, um, you know, and, 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 you know, whatever. And I'm like, oh, I said, I guess that's why I'm single because I'd be the first one. Yeah. to be. <laughs> that's one of those. Do I look fat in this dress? <laughs> <laughs> no, honey. <laughs> the dress looks fat on you. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> See, and that ain't even funny because I've dated somebody and they've teased me about my belly. They call it a pony keg because it's not like a full keg. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I'll say, hey, do I look do I look heavy in this? And and she did respond, your pony keg's kind of sticking out. <laughs> and I just started laughing, and I didn't change my clothes or anything. I know. I, you know, I said, well, man, we don't give you. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, so sorry. That was harsh. I know. Yeah. I'm sure I'll get a lot of hate for that comment. <laughs> That's what it's all about. There you go. So, <laughs> hey, I can't say anything. I got to gut myself. So, you know. 
Um, I'm working on it, right? Working right. on making well, it bigger or smaller. I don't know. It's it's kind of debatable <laughs> right now. <laughs> so, okay, on to the show. <laughs> All right. Have we started yet? Yeah, oh. I know, right? Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, so essentially, it, 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 we were having this dinner on Saturday. And God bless Paul. Um, because we were talking about getting out of our comfort zone. And we already did a comfort zone episode, you know? And so we, we, we were talking about how getting out of our comfort zone is really good for you because, you know, just you got to get out and live life instead of just existing at home. Right. So, you know, that was kind of the, the gist of it. And so we had a discussion around that. And he's like, you guys need to do a podcast about that. So, you know, I know we already did a comfort zone episode. This one's more of part, uh, part comfort zone, part, you know, existing versus living life. You know, right. and I think anybody can understand mm-hmm. that, you know, but, you know, our first one was mainly due to mainly centered around relationships things of that right. nature. So we're just going to focus on life and things like that. And, and how, you know, you said you, even when we first started or we were getting ready to start the podcast, you were like, Oh, I got some stories about existing versus living, you know, and, and how oh, absolutely. you get into this kind of, some people call it a rut, but it's a comfort zone where you're comfortable where you're at, but it's not right. necessarily good for you. Yeah, so, for example, we in the past when we talked about where you get in a relationship and it becomes monotonous and tedious and day-to-day, right. you know, especially when you you get married, you have kids, so and you, you have to make time for intimacy, you have to make time for a date and stuff like that, you get to the point where that's more of a pain than it, than it actually is, so you kind of quit doing that, and the next thing you know, you know, you're just stuck at the house, you're not really doing anything, or you're focused on the kids and stuff like that. So you get in that. But when you're single, one of the things that I did was I just kind of stopped going anywhere. Right. You know, I used to go out and have Taco Tuesdays with some friends. And then, you know, I had my place in Bandera. I'd go up there for the weekend. Of course, I sold that. You know, so I stopped going to Taco Tuesdays, and I didn't have my place in Bandera anymore, so that was the weekend. You know, right. what are you going to do? Right. I'd come home on Fridays. Of course, I work half day. I'd go. I have a standing doctor's appointment on Fridays. I'd take care of that. I'd come home. I'd do laundry. I'd either stop at the grocery store on the way home, buy food, food for the weekend, and cook, or I'd DoorDash, or I'd, you know, Pizza Hut, or Taco, whatever, you know. Right, right. exactly. And And... That was Friday night, and then Saturday, I was either in the house binge-watching TV or doing laundry or cleaning the apartment or doing things like that, and definitely at that point, I'd probably run to the store and then, you know, cook something for dinner, some steaks or pork chops or a bowl of chili, you know, a pot of chili, whatever. Right. And that was it. Sunday, I'd probably have lots of leftovers from Friday and Saturday, and I would just chill out at the house, finish my laundry if I haven't done it. And then the only big exciting thing that I do on Sundays is Sunday afternoon, I change the sheets on the bed, 
and then I go shower, shave, clean up and all that stuff. And then I dig in for the night, you know, and I did that for God. I want to guess eight and a half months, nine months. Really? Yeah. I mean, I saved money because it wasn't going out to taco Tuesday. I wasn't ordering out every night or going out to dinner because right. you go out to dinner, you're going to drop a hundred bucks or more. Right. You know, you do that a couple times a week and it starts digging into your pocketbook. You know, right. that's, that's a tough deal, but I just, I didn't do anything. Right. So I got into a comfort zone where I didn't want to go out and I didn't want to spend money and I didn't want to do these things. And I was getting to the point where I was antisocial. Okay. That makes, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I was getting invites. I was getting invites. Hey, Nick, why don't you meet us for an early Friday? Just one drink. It's my birthday. You know, stuff like that. Right. And I would get to the point where I'd go, you guys have fun. Don't worry, you know. Right. Yeah, that's that. That's the, I got into that comfort zone. And I was just like, eh, I'm not going to do anything, you know? Right. It, it's weird. It's not bad, but not good either. You were just right. kind of there. You know? But where we are now and what we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks and probably all close to a month about, you know, we're in a funk. We need to get out of the funk. And I think I was in that funk with you until you said, heck, man, I'm in a funk. And I didn't register that because I was in my comfort zone. Right. And as soon as you said that, I'm like, you know what? We are both in that funk. We need to get out. Right. You know, and doesn't matter what we do, whatever we decide to do, as long as we're doing something. Right. And, so. and and that's that's a huge deal. I mean, yes, we've been doing the podcast, but you know that that can get uh, routine too if you don't watch it. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. and so it, it's it's kind of that have you have to step out of your comfort zone even on that. You know, so it, but yeah, you're 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 exactly right. We were both there. I um, was really feeling it, to be honest with you. That's why I, I made the comment. It was almost like you had a weight kind of dragging you down. Right. You know? And, and I don't know that it's any one thing, but it's just some kind of, you know, weight pulling me down. And so it was really tough. Uh, that's part of the reason why, you know, I've kind of made this, you know, once a month we're trying to go and, and do something. Right. You know? And, and, and it's funny because some of my friends, they're like, yeah, we don't get out and do anything either. Right. You know? No. Um, and they're like, this is our perfect opportunity to live life and get out and do stuff. Yeah. You know? Now, some of us get out and do sh shit all the time. Excuse my language. But, you know, um, some of us do not. Um, me, example, I have, you know, responsibilities at home. So it's a little more challenging for me. Yeah. And it is. And that's what I was going to say something about the kids because, you raise your kids and you get you do get in your comfort zone or complacent. Yeah. Some people would call it. Right. And when the kids move, you know, I was excited. I couldn't wait for my youngest to turn 18. My whole world was going to, I I had planned it. My whole world was going to turn upside down. Bought the place in Bandera. I was ready to go. What did I do? I ended up dating somebody with a, a young child. Yeah. So I went right back into fatherhood. And never got a chance to do the things. All right, I'm ready. You know, my, my youngest is 18. I'm out. Right. You know, so that backed me off for another three years. Right. And then I got back to the complacent thing. And now 
that's not the case anymore, you know. No, but you still have a kid still your kid's still at home right now. Yeah, but it, it's yeah. not the same responsibility. I, I won't deny it's not the same, res- but it's still. We're under the same roof, but he's got him a full time job, and he talked to me tonight. He's probably going to be transferring to another location, so he might be out in a, a week. Right, and moving, so, yeah, moving in with somebody yeah. else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and he's ready. He's ready to get his own place. Right. So, yeah. Good for him. Yeah. You know. So, but you know, and and for you, that's really kind of nice too. Um, because you can kind of move on with certain aspects of your life. Yes. You know, and so, you know, I'll probably be in the same boat when I get to your age. Cause, cause, You'll be looking forward to it. I mean, you still, you got a few more years. Right. But you, it's, 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 it's an exciting feeling to say, wow, I'm not going to have. But see, even still, your kid. so when I got my divorce, I had the kids every other weekend and during the week too, right? Right. So, but when you, you get to the point, since you have the kids almost full time, you're going to get to the point where your youngest one can be fine at home for the whole weekend by himself. Yes. I mean, you know, I right. don't know what your decision is on that age range. Right. But once these kids get 16, 17, 18 years old, you know, you don't really have to watch them or babysit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, mine's going to be a little different. Hopefully our kids are mature enough to say, hey, I'm going to go to San Antonio for the weekend or I'm going to go do a weekend in, in, in Louisiana and do some game, whatever, right. whatever your choice is. Right. And I'll be back Sunday. And, you know, you can call and check on them and, oh, I'm doing fine, Dad. Everything's good. You know, that kind of thing. I could do that with my kids, and they wouldn't have parties in the house and stuff like that. Right, right. For me, it'll it'll be the only thing that's different for me is just because it'll probably be harder for me to let go because of what I went through. Oh, good point. You know, good point. So, but that that also makes sense. But still, you'll get to that point. I will. I will. But but see, that will allow me, and you know, we're talking about this, and people are like, well, that's a little off subject. But it's not, because that also defines when I'll be able to live my life more. I mean, yes, I'm living my life now as a father, okay? Don't get me wrong. I'm happy to be a father, okay? And and it you could say I'm I'm living, but you know, some days, you know, you're 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 just tired. You know, and you yeah. feel like you're existing. And so, you know, it, it's not a knock on the kids. It's just that, it, I guess the best way to put it, somebody actually said it this weekend. Sometimes you need adult time. Yes. You know. You absolutely need it. You need I'll a, never forget that. Right. Never. Watching, c- coming in the house, cartoons, cartoons on the TV. And you can't watch, uh, and we're not talking about like X, adult we're talking about watching an r-rated movie because you can't do that with young kids in the house right now, game you know, of thrones is a good example you can watch game of thrones because yeah kids are in the house yeah yeah so wanting to watch those kinds of shows i was excited about all that when it, you know unfortunately i i got the divorce so when i was home by myself i could watch things like true blood and dexter because they were outrageously you know right and and Game of Thrones, I could watch those, and then when the kids came over, I would 
not make sure I didn't have it on the television. So, <laughs> well, you know, I know, but that's, but that's, that's the part that takes you to that next level and starts thinking, man, when these kids are 18 and they go off to college or do whatever they're going to do, go off to the military, I'm free. I know. I don't ever have to worry about, okay, I can watch Game of Thrones on this day, this day, but I can't watch it this day, you know. Right, right. And it's not a knock on our children. It's no, just, just no, everybody deserves adult time. Absolutely. You, right. you, you have to have that. Right, exactly. You know, I think that's why a lot of people go to a bar. Yes. Or go club dancing or, you know, whatever. Right. right. Yeah, you and know? we've talked about that on previous episodes where I had an aunt and uncle who I, uh, went on dates without their yeah. kid. You know, you have to have that adult time. Yep. You know, I love spending time with my kids. But sometimes you just need to go hang out with the adults. And so that's, that's what I do. Once a month we go and, you know, it's, been, it's three months now. We've done yep. three months where we've actually been going out and doing something. If you count RenFest, four months, you know. Yeah. So we, we've been trying to get out. I think we're talking about doing axe throwing next time. Yes. You know. And the golfing thing. Oh, yeah, the golfing thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do that. They have an indoor golf where you hit into a, a screen or whatever, and you can play 18 holes of golf that way. It still seems a little weird to me, but I understand the concept. Yeah, but we got to do it. No, we got to. Yeah, no, you got to do it once. You, you exactly. guys have never done it. You guys have never done it. I have. I, when I was living up in Ohio, of course, it's snowing in the wintertime, so right. you can't play golf. So they had multiple places where you could do that. Right. You know, so you're in a room and, you know, they, you can order food and drinks and stuff like that and play golf right there in a 10 by 10 square little. You know, nice. It's awesome. No, that but is we got to do it at least once. We no, exactly. That's it off the bucket list. Right. Important. Right. And there you yeah. go. That's another comment. That's the difference between living life and just existing. You can't scratch something off that bucket list if you're just existing. If you get kind of in that complacent comfort zone, you know, it, it's, you got to pull yourself out. And we're all guilty of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, really, honestly, we are, we, we are all, I'm, I'm just as guilty because, you know, it's easy to just hang out at the house. I have stuff I can do around the house. It's not like I don't, but you know, is it really, you know, beneficial for me just to be antisocial and not? Yeah, you know? see, there's a lot of people who are okay with being antisocial, but it doesn't mean that it's healthy, right? You know, and people can do it their entire lives, and and live live a life of being that kind of person. Right. I, you know, right. I, I cannot do that. No. And even, and even though I did slack off, I still have my friends. You and I, we do the podcast. I still got my buddies in Florida, that kind of thing. But, you know. Right. And you're making new friends. Yeah. You know. True. True. You, you know, so it, it, it's all a, a win-win. It's not yeah. like we've, you know. So, and that that's my biggest thing. You know, I know people, I mean, especially when they st start getting older, they just kind of have given up. And, and I hope I never get like that. You know, historically, you know, it's pretty common. I just hope I never get like that. I hope even when I get into my 70s, I'm still trying to live life. May not be able to move as much as I can now, but <laughs> right? I hope I'm still trying to live life. 
You know, I still want. Oh, yeah, I'm hoping the ticker still works. Right. I'm hoping no. I can play golf when I'm 70. I'm hoping I can still bowl when I'm 70. I may have to downgrade three pounds worth of a ball. Well, yeah. But how I'm can... already starting to do that at 60. What are you talking about? I know. I know. But, you know, th- those are the types of things I still want to do. Those are the things I want to still have fun with, you know. Right. So it- it's, it's kind of that, you know, I don't know. And I don't know that it's always just comfort zone, but complacency is a good word for it. Right. You know, it's what, what do you do? And I guess this is a challenge for our people who listen. What do you do to challenge yourself to get out of your kind of complacency comfort zone? What do you do to kind of, you know, do better for yourself? Because it's, you know, it's not just relationships. Um, we've talked about, you know, jobs. We get complacent yeah. and we get in our comfort zone with a, with a job and we kind of just, you know, I, I remember talking to someone and their response for not switching jobs, uh, switching jobs was literally, you know, it's either the devil you know or the devil you don't. Right. And so it's really hard for some people to switch a job because at least the job they're in, they may be unhappy, but it's a known unhappiness. Right. And, <laughs> and that's really sad. One. It's a tolerable one. <laughs> but that's sad. That, yes. <laughs> it really is sad. Right here, you know, I know. I know. I'm sitting here saying I'm 60 years old. Ain't nobody going to hire me out there. I'm not going to be able to start fresh with a different company how am i going to do that in the it world I'd, well okay yeah, yeah. i'd say now, i was going to say i'd don't hire get you wrong, it could happen right but i don't have the motivation right first off work's going great right you no know? but i'm not i'm not going to move up the chain of command anymore you know i'm 60 years old they're not going to want to promote me i've only got five to seven years before i retire right 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 so yeah they're going to enjoy me doing my job and promote me doing my job because my boss, we had our, our deal and it, uh, what do you call it? The BSI, your base salary increase right. interview or whatever you want to call it. Right. It was a, it was fantastic one. Right. You know, he said, Nick, you, I can't get you to do any better. You're doing a great job. Stick with it. Just keep doing what you're doing. That's, I mean, it literally lasted 10 minutes. See, and that, that's the beauty. You know, you, you can, the people you work with, you know what to expect, and you, you have a higher tolerance than I do. Right. <laughs> so let's yeah, just be no, honest. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> You're a nicer guy than I am. Right. <laughs> so I, I have a little, you know, a little bit of a problem sometimes. So, you know, I'm the first yeah. to admit it. I just, I, when I run into somebody I can't trust, you know, it's very hard. It's, yeah. you know, uh, that's hard for me. So anyway, and I get it too because you have you have to handle them differently. Yes, because no matter what they tell you, you feel like you have to double check everything they say. Yes, you do. <laughs> and especially if it's it's going to end up on your shoulders, right? Whatever that responsibility is, absolutely, right? right. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's tough. It really is. So that one that one's my challenge. That that's my current. You know. Um, it is what it is. But see, that's the thing too, is is I, I'm getting into the comfort zone at work. Which is I know I'm not I know I'm not gonna get promoted. Right. 
I know I, I have a good career. Don't get me wrong. I'm making good money. I'm work for a fantastic company. All right. A lot, you know, yada, yada, yada. But I'm there. I'm it. This is where I'm going to stay until I retire or that's, that's not a that, that's not a bad comfort zone okay let's just be honest okay at your age it's not a bad comfort zone no, you know it's or, not. you know it'd be different if you're in a really horrible company okay you know yeah. it'd be different if you're in a different a bad you know situation with a bad you know even when you had a bad boss you had a good environment because your yes. users all loved you Oh, absolutely, yes. And, and that's a big thing. You can tolerate a lot when you have great people around you. Yes. And, and I think that's been really key in your situation because you do have great people around you. True. You know? And so, yeah. yeah. So, you know, you could live and not be out of, you know, what they, you could be in a comfort zone and still live your life in the job you're in. Yes. You know, can't. so, but we got a little off topic, but we didn't, you know. Well, no, it's still part of the comfort zone situation. We just brought it into business. Right. The, the one we did before this, we're not really calling this too, but it was about relationships. This is more about you as an individual. And one of them aspects of you being an individual as, a, as two men. Right. We're talking about getting in our comfort zone in business. Right. You know. So we have those obstacles. We still get challenged and we step up to the challenge, but our challenges are no longer getting promoted up, 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 up the chain. Right. You know, right. When, you know, over your career, you should, by the time I'm at my age, I should have be at the pinnacle of wherever I'm going to be. Right. You know, very seldom do you see anybody over 50 excel dramatically within a company now they could start their own business and become millionaires that's happened all over the place right? right exactly so but working for a company you know you're pretty set and comfortable as long as your boss is like you and you like your job and everything's good right so right exactly no and that's a fair point it's it's tough you know the like you said if you start your own business Maybe get in on a ground floor business if you're really talented, things like that. There's, right. there's opportunity. Don't get me wrong. It's just, yeah, they're we, a little more challenging. Yeah, and you and I have had conversations about how, how much experience that the two of us have in this industry. Yes. You know, so we could start something on the ground floor that we might get a young buck in there to start the business and he feed our experience off of that, and we become part of the team. You know, right? You never know. You never know. You know, so that that for me would be getting out of a comfort zone. If somebody young came up to me and said, "Hey, Nick, look, I want to start this business. This is what I want to do with it, but I want your expertise and I want your time." Right. You know. Okay. Well, what does that mean? Do you, you know? Is this a full time gig? A part? You know? What do we? You know? Right. And then start that ball rolling. Oh yeah, I I would definitely be interested in something like that. Right. Right. So and and yeah, that would take me it would be out of my comfort zone to think to want to do something like that. You know what I mean? Right, right. Exactly. I would immediately be like I, I I'm I'm so set where I'm at. 
I know I'm going to be here. I know if I do this, do this in five or seven years, I'm going to retire, blah, blah, blah. But if I jump into this business and it fails in a year, what's going to happen? You know, that's where my fear would start coming in. And I would just jump right back into the comfort zone. You know what I mean? Right. And there are a lot of so, people that would, you know. Oh, but, yeah. But, okay, so I'm going to pose this question to you. This is strictly hypothetical, folks, because, yeah, I don't have anyone knocking down my door right now. Um, what if somebody came right now and said, hey, Nick, Jay, I've got this radio show, and I want you guys to host it every day, 10 p.m. at night. For an hour. Okay. That's it. Every day. Oh, five days a week. So, Go ahead. So that would intrigue me. I, I would literally be like, okay, let how much okay, let's sit down <laughs> and have a meeting and talk about this. Yeah. Now, what what are we talking about? Uh, you just want me to come on and be an hourly employee and talk on the show and until you find out you don't like me and then kick me the curb, we're going to sign a five-year contract. Are we going to, what are we going to do? Right. You know what I mean? Right. So if I could, if somebody came to me and said that I would come back with them and go, yeah, let's sign a five-year contract with X amount of increases, 5% a year. No big deal. You know, right. not asking for an absorbent amount of money, right. See what they offer you. If I could do that, I'd jump all over it. Okay. So you know, you'd leave your comfort zone just to, because that's something. So the reason I, I asked that question, okay, is is it took a lot of guts for us to make our own podcast. Yes. Okay. It was way out of my comfort zone. <laughs> you believe it or not, as much as I can talk in front of a mic and all the announcing I did for skiing, this is all about me. And there are several podcasts that I've walked away going, do I really want people to know what we talked, you know, what right. I said or how I reacted or what I did? And then I thought, you know what? They're going to learn from my mistakes if it was a mistake or they're going to learn from my, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A win, uh, you know. Yeah, learn from your failures. Yeah, exactly. Your triumphs and so, your failures. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, I would, man, I'd be excited about that, that particular scenario. Absolutely. Right. If I could get, a, you know, some kind of guarantee that it would be, you know. Right. Five-year contract would be perfect. But if it was like, okay, we'll do a two-year contract, man, I'd really seriously think about it. Well, what if it, was if a, it wasn't any more money than we're making? You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Two-year contract with the possibility of extension depending on fan base. Right. You know, that, Yeah. But but the point is, you know, they're, it, it, that would be they're taking a risk too. So five years is seems a little extreme. It but, does because a lot of radio DJs, you know, they don't last for a particular radio station for year that two many years. years. Yeah, exactly. So they'll hop to another one, and it might be a different format. But you know, right. the good ones last, and the bad ones trickle off. You right. know, exactly. So. But and it's funny because I remember. Um, so last week when we had our technical difficulty, folks, this was really funny. Um, Nick, he loves to talk, <laughs> but he will be the first to admit as soon as I dropped off and I had technical difficulty, he was lost. I had to, and he, Jay had set this thing up. It was live on Facebook and live on YouTube. Right. 
So when he dropped off, I started talking and I talked and I ran out of shit to say after about 10 or 15 minutes without, I mean, I, I could have started going into crazy stuff. <laughs> right. You know, my, my brain was, was working just fine, but my thought process was going, uh, 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 <laughs> and I know I part of that is, is you were like, Jay, are you there? You have a technical, are you coming back? So <laughs> it's, it's a little bit of combination, but it's funny because, you know, we've had this comment a lot. People say that we feed off of each other really well. Right. You know? And so I think that is, you know, going back to the comfort zone, that's what made this podcast easier is because of the fact that we feed off of each other so well, it's right. comfortable. You know, sort of like what we, we changed our whole description of the podcast is two guys sitting around a campfire talking. Yep. It's very easy when you're just talking live. Yes. You know? Well, it's even when you and I, it's, it's crazy. There were so many times Jay would I, we'd connect online here and then we'd start getting everything set up. And then we get off on a conversation that didn't have to do with whatever we were going to talk about. Right. And I'm like, why are we not recording this? Or we'd finish it and start talking about something else for like 45 minutes and we should have recorded it. Yeah. But you and I could do that. If I came over the house for dinner one night, you know, you're, you're cooking steaks on the, on the Traeger and we, you know, we're just, you and I will get into a conversation like that. It could be, we agree through the whole thing. Sometimes we disagree we get into a good debate. Right. At the end of the day, we're eating some good steaks, whatever, drinking some mead. Yeah. yeah you know, exactly. We've all, you and I have always had that, that back and forth. Yes. We've always had it. Right. Right. And, it, and it's not just random. I mean, somewhat random, but I was, I was going to say it, it's um, the conversations are generally pretty. Either they're they're one way or the other, in in my opinion. Yeah. They're they're either yeah. very deep or they're just off the rails. Right. You know? And so it it's funny, but that's just generally where we are. And I got no problem with that. It's just it's funny as hell because it's it's never an in-between. It's either very deep, you know, insightful kind of crap, but or it's, you know, it it's the off the rails, what the hell, you know, you know, kind of stuff. And it's funny as hell. But the cool part about it is we could be talking about something so general and it'd be either me or you. One of us will say something that'll throw it off the rails or set it off on the deep side. Right. And then the other one just feeds into right it. Right in there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right into it. Exactly. So that's what excites me. That's the kind of stuff that gets me going. Right. When I say we have a really good podcast is because you and I either went off the rail or we went deep into a good conversation. Right. Yeah. I agree but, with you. Yeah. So, but yeah, I know the podcast was definitely outside of our comfort zone. Um, when we started recording video, it's still hard for me to watch the video. Is it really? Yeah, it really is. So when I do edit sometimes to put on TikTok, it's really hard for me to sit there through 60 minutes of video of watching myself. It's, I don't know why. I did the mirror thing. I stood in front of the mirror the other day and counted. Oh, did you? Yeah, just to see. I got to 12. Oh, well, see, you're fine. Yeah. Once you get to 10, if you can make it to 10, you, you've got the confidence in you. Right. Then you just need to start learning how to portray it. Right. So yeah, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. But I, can, I still can't, I can't stand watching myself on video. I don't know if it's my gestures <laughs> or whatever. I just, yeah, I can't. So, 
It's yeah. It's, see, I still have. There's still a, a a ski show that I did that's on YouTube that I'll I'll watch every six or so months. I'll pull it up and watch it again. Or you know, being single, I might right. bring somebody over and go, "Hey, this was me when I was really cool and young and skinny." Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're still, you know, cool and skinny, just not young anymore. Well, <laughs> you might be young to some people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good yeah, point. You know. Okay. Fair. So, yeah. You're, yeah. So, so yeah. Get, get, you know, I, I've seen, and everybody's got to be doing this. I mean, we all have to, we all do this comfort zone thing. It's like, okay, this is safe. I'm protected. I'm, you know, I'm safe. Safe is a big deal, especially to women. I bet you women are more opted to stay in their comfort zone more than men. I, I would think that men would step out. It doesn't take as much for a man to step out of his comfort zone than it does to a woman because they like to feel safe and secure. Okay. And if they don't have a man doing that, then maybe they have enough confidence in themselves to step out. But if you're married and he's in a comfort zone, she's in a comfort zone, most likely that's where they're going to stay. Who's going to step out of that? Right. It right. would be interesting if the woman did. And nowadays, more than likely, maybe the woman might start doing that. Right. But for the most part, back in the day in the old school, whatever, the man's got to go, okay, you know, we haven't done anything. Let's get. Yeah, let's go on vacation. Let's go do something. Let's go to yeah. Bora Bora. I can see her saying, hey, babe, we haven't gone anywhere on vacation for a long time. Right. And then he's the one. She's gonna ask him that, and if he goes, "I don't give a damn. We can't afford it," you know, you know, and he gets all pissy, then that just makes the relationship worse. But he needs to step up at that point and go, "You know what? You're right." And the coverage over too long. Really can't afford it, but this is it. Let's sit down well, and figure out where we're gonna go. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, we can't afford a full vacation, but you know, we probably could go up to like a bread and breakfast in the country or something like that. Yeah. You know? Get rid of the kids for a long weekend. Yeah, exactly. And that's all you know? it takes. You know, get out of that comfort zone of being at home and, yeah, have some special time, you know. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is we just came back to relationships after oh, yeah. all of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it, it, that's what it is. It's, it's, it's life. It's, it's not just one thing. You know, and I think that was Paul's biggest point, you know, is it's not just one thing. It's, it's everything. We, we do it all over the place. You yeah. know, we're, we're comfort zone with work, we're comfort zone, you know, we're, we're at home sometimes, you know, especially for introverts. You know, introverts yeah. are really bad about, you know, not wanting to get out, not wanting to do stuff, but sometimes they need to. You know, you kind of break that comfort zone and get out and do things, and it's a lot of fun. You still got to be somewhat social right because you don't want to be existing you want to live life and so you know that's the one thing i I can teach my kids it's like live life do stuff you know enjoy stuff that's why i take them to renfest because i want them to enjoy you know i never got to do renfest matter of fact the first time i did renfest was in 2017 oh wow yeah so and the funny thing is it was after I was divorced. Interesting. Yeah. Because That's my, like me and the motorcycle couldn't have, you know, right. started riding a motorcycle after I got divorced. The funny thing is, I wanted to go to RenFest before I got divorced. It didn't interest her. After we were divorced, she tried it out and was like, 
oh, this is actually a lot of fun. <laughs> See, mine wasn't that way. <laughs> I know. I was, if you get a motorcycle, we're getting a divorce. Yeah, you should have got a so, motorcycle anyway, because you're going to get a divorce I, anyway. I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but see, here's the deal. I would have lost it in the divorce, so I'd have to buy another one. Oh, yeah, good point. Okay, fair. Okay. Damn. But no, that's, God, that's God's honest truth. If you buy a motorcycle, I will divorce you. <sighs> and okay. she didn't want me. To, and you know what? I was fine with that. You know, the mother of my children. I know. I was okay with that. But now, when I became single and the divorce was nasty and all that stuff, I didn't purposely go, she doesn't like me riding a motorcycle. I'm going to go buy one. Right. I've always wanted to do it. Right. And now I can scratch that off my bucket list, you know, right. and I enjoy riding my motorcycle. Yeah. I don't know how much longer I'll be able to do it, but right now I enjoy it. That's important to you, you know. So, yeah. You, you, you so, live life. Yeah. That one is stepping out of a comfort zone because being on a motorcycle out in Houston Ooh, dude. It's, yeah. It's yeah. not you got to be on your on your best behavior. Yeah. And it's these it's these jerks that get on these motorcycles whipping in and out of traffic and you know not paying attention. That's how things happen. Right. Right. You know, I'm never in a hurry. I'm very patient. I watch where I'm going. Now that's not to say anything, you know. Right. But I'm a hell of a lot more cautious when I'm on the motorcycle looking in front of me, beside me, and behind, you know, all that stuff. Anyway. Right. But you have to be a end. true defensive driver when you're on a motorcycle. You, honest to God, dude, if you can do that in a car, there wouldn't have, be half as many wrecks as there are. Well, Everybody trying to brush through a red light and hurry up. I got to, got to, you know, right. whipping in and out of traffic because I woke up late and I'm going to be late for work. We're doing that shit. Right. Yeah. If, if everyone know? had to ride a motorcycle once and feel what it feels like, to have someone cut you off while you're running it, riding a motorcycle, yes. I guarantee you, you'd have a little more respect for, you know. So anytime Absolutely. I even get a whiff of a motorcycle around me, I, I have a, a what I call that cushion. Yeah. It, it's an automatic it, it cushion. It changes your perspective. Yes. It, you're, you're immediately out of your comfort zone driving. Right. Because now you need to be more cautious of this guy or girl on this motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, and it's up it's about respect because here's the other flip side. You made the comment, we're in Houston. So based on that and how other people drive, I need to anticipate <laughs> how they're going to react around a motorcyclist or right. not going to react because I actually I'm not lying, I'm sitting there driving down the road and literally this guy's in a Harley. You know, and it's him and his girl. And this guy comes riding up on him. And I mean, he couldn't have been a half a car length behind him. And I'm like, dude, this guy's on a freaking motorcycle. Back and, off. Man. Yeah, That's I know. Crazy. Backed off. And it's like, what the freaking hell? So finally, you know, he moves over and gets into the other lane. But then all he does is he speeds up and cuts the motorcycle off. And I'm like, dude, what in the hell is wrong with you? I know you're in a hurry, but still, it's not like this guy's got, you know, it's, yeah, I was just, I was livid. Yeah. I really was. So doing that, that's another aspect of getting out of your comfort zone. No, 100%. Yes. I love riding my motorcycle. I don't love riding it in Houston. No, 100%. So if, I could, if I could take it out in the country and ride 
you know, the three sisters up in Bandera, Medina, you know, that Kerrville area. Right. Beautiful, beautiful. Right. Take it up to Arkansas. There's some beautiful rides up in Arkansas. I mean, they're all over the United States. Right. That's what I would love to do when I retire is take, tow the bike to a location and ride it where motorcycles are meant to ride. Right. Right. Yeah. So you need yeah. an enclosed trailer to where you can pull your bike in and strap it in. Yep. You know. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, you I'm go. Yeah. That's going to take me out of a comfort zone. Then I'm going to start knocking off all those bucket list places that I want to go. Good for you. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. I got a couple of paces I, I, wanna, I want you to try out. Okay. Yeah. I got to find me a sugar mama to pay for it all, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking for me a sugar mama. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he is not, folks. Well, okay, maybe a little bit. Anyway. Yeah, a little bit. A little, little bit. bit. Just yeah. a little bit. It does a little bit. Paquito. Yeah, there you go. So, but no, it's funny. You know, we're making jokes about all of this. And we've kind of been all over the place. But, I mean, I think we, the whole story is we kind of bring it around, you know, like the motorcycle. You know, you're getting out of your comfort zone to ride in Houston. You know, there are other things that we do, you know, that challenge us. And are we taking the challenge and getting out of our comfort zone? Are we just, you know, saying, "Ah, I don't know. You know, I know Nick has been trying. Nick's been pushing me, folks, to get out of my comfort zone and do a side hustle. Yeah. And and I did. And I I actually, in the last three weeks, I've been trying to get out of my comfort zone and not just dwell and actually try to, I don't know what you call it, a side hustle, but get involved in something different. Right. You know, um, one of the things that I did, you know, another thing I do to get out of the comfort zone is, remember, I'm on the committee for the foundation. That's getting right. out of a comfort zone. Right. You know, because you do, yeah, you got meetings every once a month on a Tuesdays or something like that. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, th- those are all things that you can do, folks, and we hope that you're doing them. You know, and you need to find something, and I know this sounds really horrible, but if you look at it and think about it, you need to find something for you. You know, going to your kid's football game, yes, that's great. We all love seeing our kids play. I'm going to watch my, my son play orchestra tomorrow. But you got to find something for you. You know, so find that one thing. Yeah, that comfort zone. Get out of it and and do it. You know, find a friend. Do something fun with. You know, just something. Whatever it is. Yeah, like you said. So, um, I don't really have anything else on this one. You know, we could dive into this way more, and I'm sure Paul's gonna listen to this and be like, "You missed this. You you forgot about this." And he's gonna be you know yelling at the. That's the thing. I even said. Why don't you come on the podcast? Oh, no, 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 no. So, see, maybe we need to motivate him out of that comfort zone. I know. To talk on the podcast. We're That's trying. when he brought up Patreon. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. So <laughs> Maybe maybe his his show won't be as G-rated as, you know, we try to keep it. But Well, some of our bowling <laughs> events aren't very G-rated. So, you know, it's, it's pretty common there, you know. We try to keep it on the, on the low because there are kids around, you know. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. But, yeah, when there's not kids around, it's, yeah, it can get interesting. That's for sure. Yeah, we, folks. we get ourselves in a little bit of trouble. We sure do. Yeah, exactly. but we have a lot of fun, and we're living life. Absolutely, yeah. Never a dull moment, trust me. Never a dull moment. No, not at all. So, um, 
other than that, man, any final comments? Anything that you thought of that, you know, this comfort zone getting out of and, you know, I do have one on a comfort zone, but I'm going to I'm going to save it for last. But you go ahead. The only thing I really want to say is it's hard. It really, really is hard for me when I get dialed into my comfort zone to get out of it. You know, I do. I sat down and, and created me a bucket list of the things that I want to do. You know, now that I'm getting up in age and stuff like that, but it's hard. But find the little thing that'll make you take one step forward. And once you take that one step forward, you'll realize, hey, this ain't so bad. And then you can take a second step and do the baby steps, as goofy as that sounds, until you start scratching off your bucket list. Right. That's important. It is. It is. You know, and it's not just about the bucket list. It's just about living life. Right. You know, it really is. So do what, do, do, do something, you know, live life. Don't just, you know, I guess the best way, and Paul said it, don't exist. Don't just get comfortable and, you know, yeah. Yeah, don't exist. You know, you can get comfortable and just be stuck somewhere and just exist and not really be, are you really living, you know? And so it's a little different for everyone, I know. So, but, uh, yeah, you know. Okay, that's that's your final thought? That's it. That's it, brother. Okay, so I'm going to share with you something that will throw most men out of their comfort zone. Okay. I love you, man. I love you, brother. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Men just don't do that, do they? No, they don't. It's hard for them to say that. It is hard for them you know? to say that. And when I feel love in my heart, it's not, it's love. It, I love you like my brother. I love you like. You exactly. Know, yeah. We're like know, we're family. No doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah. At any, at any time of my life, if Jay called and was in trouble, I'm going to be there. Right. I'm going to drop whatever I'm doing. That to me is love. Right. Well, and, you know, we've talked about it. True friends, family, they're there to help you move. They're there to help you in the bad times, not just the good times. Jay even said he would help me bury a body. That's how much we love each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it, it was a dead dog. So in my defense. Oh, well, no, okay. <laughs> long as you're not helping somebody else bury me. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now that's true friends right there you there. go there you go yeah that's it oh my gosh Woo, that was funny that was good i love that man yeah. so but no it, it's funny you know but that's our it, that's our closing line every show but it's funny because that is so true that's hard for people to say yeah you know it and, and stop dude you're not guaranteed tomorrow live life be true to who you are and tell those you love, you love them. Uh, amen. So stop being scared of it. Please. <laughs> so, okay. I don't have anything. Final words. We already said the, uh, the one that kind of makes everybody uncomfortable. Any final words? All you have to do is say it. Keep on following and keep on listening.